My name is Brian Linden, and I'm from Chicago, um, from the States. I first came to China in 1984 as a student, and China changed my life. Um, and ever since then, I've tried to create a life that would in some way incorporate China, but also contribute to China in some way beyond just purely business, um, maybe create some kind of cultural platform that would allow for more exchange, almost almost subsidizing, supplementing the diplomacy, to help with the diplomacy between China and the outside world. You're talking about interpreting the future of education from a personal viewpoint. Can you just kind of summarize some of the points you're, you're talking about here? What exactly does that mean for the layman that doesn't know? Initially, we were, again, because of our mission to do more diplomacy and kind of help the international community better understand China, we were really focused on how could we get you know, international students outside of these kind of urban bubbles where many of them really never experienced a China beyond the, maybe the radius, you know, a one, one kilometer radius of their, of their school. And what we wanted to do is take them outside of that bubble and maybe experience a China that is more closely related to this 4,970 year history and not just a recent 30 year history. So we wanted to immerse them in rural China and take rural China and incorporate it into their studies. So from an early age, doing more place-based learning, doing more field work, um, making the local community the focus and applying the knowledge that they were li- learning in class and immediately applying it to real-life situations. So we, we targeted heritage sites. We wanted to prove, in many ways, show to China that the buildings themselves also have some importance and can serve as cultural kind of centers to the community redevelopment. So our site, say in Xizhou, our first site, is a national heritage site. And we converted that into a hotel, which allows us then to hire local people at a very, very... Um, you know, hire more than most hotels. Mm-hmm. We have we had in our first site. We have 16 guest rooms. We have 55 staff. So we're trying in some way to ensure that the benefits from our presence in their communities get back to these local people. Um, but in buying, what we discovered is that in working with the community, they had so much more they wanted to share as well with our visitors. So while our first site was really targeted at kind of more affluent, you know, adults, we wanted to have an impact on young children as well. So our second heritage site I turned into an education destination. And we worked with first with Shanghai American School, and we developed four one-month programs on our, on our site there. And they continue their regular coursework. But they, we take the village into their coursework. So their envi- say maybe their environmental science program will focus on um, pollution issues with Lake Ar- with Arhai or with Tangshan or whatever. Um, maybe something that had to do with economics would be some of the problems facing um, the Liu uh, Shuartong. You know these these kids who are left behind. How do families handle those problems? So we take real-life issues and, and really incorporate it into these young children's curriculum. Um, so they come for four months, and then Obama's girls' school, one of America's top high schools, comes for five months, does their whole semester program. 
So these are America's future leaders. Mm. You know, they're the leaders' kids. Yeah. And they're going to a small village yeah, in rural Yunnan. And I'm so happy for, for many reasons. One reason I'm happy because their parents feel that it's, it's important enough for their children to leave a track that is really going to take them to Harvard and on to Princeton or whatever. And they feel that they need to take five months and spend time in a rural Chinese village to understand China. This to me is a good sign. Um, and the other reason I do believe the kids, these children, they, they come and spend five months with us. They leave, they leave Shizhou, our small village. You know, they're crying. They're so moved. And I know that that, that China's soft power has, has had an impact on them and that they will incorporate those feelings and emotions for China into their future career decisions. I think that too many of the conflicts we have right now are because of just ignorance, because we don't know, we don't have enough information, we don't have enough experience. And I believe China has much deeper understanding of us than we have of China. And I feel like we need to facilitate more, more opportunities for the West to better understand China, also better understand, to understand China beyond just, again, these little bubbles, you know, of international schools, which I think are so important. And they provide 95% of what that student's going to need. But that extra 5% can really change them and make them, you know, Wang Yangming, you know, the like neo-Confucianists and Chinese culture, traditional culture. There's this idea that education alone is not enough. It's what you do with that education. So I think that somehow we have to come up with ways to encourage students, not just to focus so much on the SAT or, you know, the Cambridge or whatever, but to also think about how are they going to contribute to making China a leader in the world and also to soften a little bit what I feel has been a very egregious economic model, financial model here in China over the last 35 years. So that's why we're doing what we're doing, targeting from both sides. Yeah. One final question related to EdFest. How important are events like this, in your opinion, for educators and for education going forward in the future? I think it's so important, and I think what I really enjoy about what you guys have done is that by bringing also many of the Chinese kind of thinkers to the to the conference. I think it's very nice. Sometimes I've seen some conferences that are solely Chinese or solely Western. And I think that this is a great opportunity for all of us to share and interact and listen to various people's concerns and, and challenges. I really have enjoyed the the you know the various presentations here and I'm looking forward to attending some today as well. I just hope that our goal and all we want to do is be a platform for change, you know, and we hope that in many ways um, we will be able to do things with Wellington as well. We're doing things with SAS, as I said, with YK Ball, everything. I think that what we're doing really complements what you, what you guys are doing and what joy, her vision, her initial vision for Wellington. Yeah. Thank you very You're much. You're welcome. For Thank to you, me. Martin. Thanks My so pleasure. much, guys. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>